the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome into the show. I'm your host for the first segment, Chad Burton, Certified Financial Planner. Rob Black will be joining us here in a few. S&P 500 down a little bit. So is the Dow and the NASDAQ. Fairly flat. But look, earnings reports so far have been pretty impressive. And it's not just earnings. We are getting economic numbers that are solidifying this kind of reflation trade, which is manufacturing. Not only manufacturing, but um, you know, companies that build stuff, build things that create more jobs. Durable good orders increased 2.2% on the heels of upwardly revised 2% in August. Now, transportation have a little bit of an issue. So, if you take that numbers out, excluding transportation, orders jumped 0.7%, which is actually pretty good. So, this data really, according to briefing.com, corroborates that the upbeat readings and soft manufacturing surveys is going to lead to stronger GDP forecasts. And that's really what's coming out. So, companies right now are exceeding expectations, but really talking about how good the fourth quarter is going to be. Now, the danger in that is that they're putting a lot of expectations in stock. So, if you get anything out of the left field, because typically larger corrections are come from things that we're not talking about, things that come out of the left field, it puts a little bit of risk premium in stocks. So keep that in mind. January would be a good time to make sure you reassess your risk, look at your overall portfolio. And if your goal is 60% stocks, 40% bonds, and you've gone to 70% because of a great year in stocks, it's time to rebalance. And when you do rebalance, realize that it's not just a U.S. economy you're dealing with. Emerging markets and international stocks have drastically outperformed the S&P 500. And at a price-to-earnings level, it's still cheaper. And as long as the dollar stays about where it is and doesn't rally too much, that theme will likely continue in terms of good performance overseas. You got revenues in the S&P 500 somewhere around over 50% coming from outside the U.S., and you have middle class growing outside of the U.S. So, it's an area that you have to consider investing in. If you were just S&P 500 this year, you underperformed. If you had a little emerging markets, a little international, all the stuff that nobody wanted at the end of last year, you outperformed. Another big theme that people are talking about right now is reassessing your insurance coverage. We've had natural disaster after natural disaster. And this Santa Rosa issue, I mean, we don't even know how this is all going to play out. Are we even going to be able to find enough people to rebuild homes there? One of my advisors was looking at uh, a client in Sunnyvale, and they were assessing their coverage and realizing that the current homeowner's insurance that they had, their home was undervalued. Their home, in terms of being rebuilt, they, did, they had $400,000 too little in insurance. Now, why is that? Because when they bought their home in Sunnyvale, um, building costs were much, much lower than they are today. So, if something was to happen and their home was to have burnt down, 
they would be $400,000 short in the cost of rebuilding their home. So when they called and increased their coverage, it was only, you know, about 20 bucks a month more in costs, but now they're fully insured. There's, you know, you, you can look at a couple of different prices. You can look at your home value on Zillow and think that you're enough if you have enough insurance to cover that, but you have to look at the replacement costs of your items. Uh, now is a good time to assess your overall coverage. It's a couple of open enrollment items. You got open enrollment for Medicare if you have changes. Pretty soon you're going to have open enrollment at work to look at additional coverage. And like I was saying, at the six o'clock hour, usually life insurance you get it on your own. Term life insurance versus through your work. So now is a good time of the year to reassess your tax situation, reassess your insurance coverage. Look at your property insurance. Do you have enough coverage on your personal items? Things like tables and chairs and beds and computers, it adds up pretty quick. Do you have any proof of ownership? You should have a video and pictures, and it should be stored somewhere very securely in the cloud. So if something happens, you can access your insurance policies, pictures and videos of what you owned, especially if you have artwork. And artwork, there's a different types of art and coverage. You know, there's limited protection on art and jewelry, typically, in your homeowner's policy. So you sometimes you have to have a separate fine art insurance policy. And when you do, there's things like title insurance and there's things like property insurance and there's replacement costs. Some things are irreplaceable though. And sometimes things need to be repaired if there's an accident. So if, if something happens and a piece of art falls off the wall and it needs to be restretched because it's a painting, you know, what, what coverage do you have for that? You have to realize too, that there's certain things that home insurance coverage doesn't cover. Sometimes it's not going to cover mold or sewer backup or sinkholes or termite infestations. Nuclear plant accidents is sometimes excluded. So you have to realize that sometimes acts of terrorism are separate and water damage. That's why you're seeing these leak detection systems uh, come out as part of this smart home revolution. And it's a, it's a time to assess because I feel really bad for these people in Santa Rosa where they're there's going to be fights with insurance companies where people are going to try to replace things that they have no proof of, um, or the insurance company, because they're going to really be struggling as a result of all of these claims, they're going to be fighting people. And you might need to find an advocate. You might need to find an outside insurance adjuster to fight on your behalf if you get into some of these situations. So reassess that coverage. A couple other things that you want to think about, too, as you get uh, you go through this issue of reviewing your insurance. You need at least 10 times your annual income in term life insurance. That's just going to get your spouse through your kids' school years. If you want more than that, add 100000 per kid for college, 200000 if you're going to be sending them to Stanford, um, or more expensive schools where tuition, books, room, and board is now about $50,000 a year. Um, and if your spouse may need to be retrained after a certain period of time of staying home with the kids, you need to add college costs for them as well. And your, your spouse that is at home working, uh, taking care of the kids, just think about if something happened to them and your children are young, you'd need to hire a full-time nanny or take a lot of time off work. So they need to be protected as well couple of things to think about, too, as you get towards the end of the year, overall insurance review and then tax planning. Is there any kind of a situation that has made your tax situation change for the year? 
Do you have a lot more income this year because of bonus, because of real estate sales, because of uh, options that have vested? Have you withheld enough? If not, there's a tax payment that you're going to want to make by January 15th of 2018. But if you do some modeling with your CPA now, they may tell you, well, no, pay that California extra tax now to get a deduction. Or they may say, no, you know, you're facing AMT, so wait and pay that California tax in January. Or maybe you got married, now you have dual income, and that's putting you into the higher Medicare tax situation, higher capital gains on higher taxes on your dividends and uh, uh, things like that. And also, now is the time of year when people start doing charitable gifting. Stop giving the cash. If you have stock that's appreciated in value, you have a tax problem. You can give those stocks directly to charity, still get the deduction, and then keep your cash, and you can buy that same stock back if you want and upgrade your stock basis, your cost basis, and everybody wins. Now, the market's been rallying pretty good for several years in a row. We got the, what's first or second longest running bull market now. So, odds are you don't have a lot of losses in your portfolio, but now is a good time to say, okay, I have a stock mutual fund ETF in my taxable account. It's showing a bit of a loss. I could sell it, take the loss, and buy something similar. Don't buy it within the next 30 days. Take that loss and come out ahead. Going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with Rob Black. If you want to get your calls in the air, it's 800-516-1220. We'll be back. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing in more. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. CFP Chad Burton just sat in for me. Uh, thank you. Uh, traffic hampered me and delayed me. So it was one of those days where you give yourself an hour to commute and it's not enough. So I apologize for that. Uh, some big headlines out there today that I'm seeing. One out of every six doctors in Santa Rosa lost their homes in a fire. Does that tell you that they are living in areas all together that are like the rich communities burned down? Or is that telling you that they were too busy to uh, leave work and uh, run off and save their home? I think it's the first rather than the latter, right? Elsewhere out there, the rents are jumping about 36% after the wildfires. Again, it shows you supply and demand, right? It's the, one of the basic lessons there is in investing. The cost of a median-priced rental uh, on one real estate website jumped sharply in Sonoma and Napa after wildfires. The median rent in Sonoma rose 36% to $3,200 uh, compared with just one month ago. Napa experienced a 23% jump. Um, now, the sample size is small, only about 30 properties, so it's impossible to say you know, that this is rampant, but it does show you a supply and demand, in my opinion. Speaking of some of the things we could learn from investing, third quarter earnings missed analyst expectations pretty aggressively. What's worthy of note about that is three years ago, Chipotle could do no wrong until they ran into a scare with um, not the quality, but the safety of their food. Food safety uh, concerns pretty big. Um, and McDonald's was doing everything wrong three years ago. Since and even though McDonald's was doing things wrong, their stock was kind of going sideways. 
So fast forward three years and they still haven't figured out their problems at Chipotle. And now they're going to start slowing down the growth of their store openings and focus again on quality, quality, quality. Listening to their conference call, they sound depressed. Whereas if you listen to the conference call at McDonald's, they sound like we've done six things and we've done six things right. Now we're going to do three more things. And as Wall Street tours, that gives us a great deal of comfort and like, uh, I'm not going to say love, but comfort for sure. Amazon's testing something brand new. I like this. I like this a lot. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Um, Amazon's testing a new system to basically break into your house. Not quite, but close. I know you're saying, no, come on, tell the whole story, not that, not just that. Um, Amazon's testing a system where they're going to be able to unlock your door. Now, how do you feel about that? Before I go really any further, how do you feel about that? Um, before we go there, I'll say this. I've put a Nest thermostat in, and I've put two Nest um, smoke detectors in. The smoke detectors are ridiculously overpriced. Ridiculously overpriced, right? Um, hold on. Someone keeps texting me. Oh, not that. Um, so, wobbly, reduce, wobbly, and that doesn't help right now. Um, so Amazon's testing a new system to basically unlock our doors. And really what this is to me is it's a little bit bigger than that. It's, again, learning to think a completely different way of what you're thinking about with Amazon. Have you ever had a package stolen or do you know anyone who's had a package stolen? It doesn't have to be at your home. It could have been at work. And you're, you almost feel violated. So Amazon's t- uh, testing. No, no. They're rolling out Amazon Key. It's a camera paired with a smart lock that Amazon can unlock. And it raises privacy concerns. Do you want Amazon power to lock your front door at any time? You may be having an intimate moment with your loved one. Um, Or you may be sleeping on the couch buck naked because that's what people do. And someone can open your door and you're like, what if that system gets hacked? But Amazon Key, which is a locked camera system that users control remotely to let couriers deliver goods right inside their houses. Uh, the move in the works for more than a year may help Amazon capture sales from shoppers who could not make it home to receive an order in person. Um, I've had some expensive things. Let's say, like, you get a new Apple uh, phone, and you're just not there for the UPS delivery. You're like, oh, I wish I could let them in. But there's a rule. You have no signature, no signy-signy, no levy, levy at the door, because someone could grab it and steal it. Um, Amazon's ambitions to try to get into home security devices are solved overnight. Just like that. And I told you, I've got a Nest and uh, the thermostat thing. Love it. And uh, so the smoke detectors love it. Once a month, the smoke detectors tell me that they're working. Once a month, uh, you know, someone was taking a shower and the, the uh, smoke detector gets all steamy and it says, hey, uh, your bedroom uh, uh, fire detector's going off. And then like one minute later, it goes, oh, false alarm. It's gone. Um, so the customer gets a cloud cam camera inside their hall and they get a compatible smart lock on their door amazon courier arrives they're able to unlock the door and drop off the package the camera records the delivery to make it sure it goes all as planned so the delivery guy can't wander down the hallway and pee in your bathroom he can't wander down the hallway and go through your 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 sundries or your your goods so sundries right word i might be making that up so just like that 
Amazon Prime members in certain cities can pay $249 and up uh, more for a cloud-controlled camera and lock that the company offers to install. Couriers are told to ring a doorbell or knock when they arrive. If no one greets them, they press unlock in a mobile app, and Amazon checks its systems in an instant to make sure the right associate and the package are present. And boom, 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 um, they're in your home. How do you feel about that? I'm okay with it. I think that's just 21st century. And it's kind of stupid of me to say, oh, that's so 21st century versus 20th century. Um, if a problem does arrive, you'll be able to file a claim, and there should be video to prove what happened. So they've already tested this service. This isn't brand new. This isn't something that they're making up. This is something that's real and out there. So, um, I don't know. I think that's enough said, right? Or do I need to say more? When all is said and done, less is said and no less is done. Like, right? And who knows what I'm talking about? But I think this is a smart move by Amazon. And again, just like that, they're getting into the lock business, right? Uh, they got into the TV uh, services business, and let's face it, they've had some bad hires, and they've had underwhelming success. Now, that's, that's an f- odd phrase, underwhelming success. They're winning awards for their shows. They're watched. They're just not watched by a lot of people. And, you know, five years ago, if you said Amazon was going to be doing video and TV and shows, you would have laughed at them. So, package delivery in your home. How do you feel about it? Drop me a line, Rob at RobLockShoe.com. It's Rob at RobLockShoe.com. Thanks for listening to the show. I'm Rob. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, new home sales surged 18.9% in September. Whoa. You hear that and you go, holy crap, did I just hear that correctly? <laughs> like, that's a crazy number. Um, sales of the new U.S. single-family homes unexpectedly rose in September, hitting their highest level in nearly 10 years, offering hope that the housing market was regaining speed after appearing to stall in recent months. Housing market is trod, tread water, treaded, trod water, trod water. Um, for a lot of the year, amid shortages of homes available for sale, skilled labor, and suitable land for building. So all big problems. When you want to build a home, you need someone to build it, labor. You need land, and you need, you know, um, supplies. So activities hampered by Hurricane Harvey and Irma. And that weighed in on things in the month of September as well. Um, and that hurt sales of previously owned homes in the South. Housing expected to have been a big drag on economic growth in the third quarter. But those numbers are shockingly shocking. Bill O'Reilly and Harvey Weinstein. Uh, powerful men who have been embroiled in sexual harassment allegations. Uh, something that's out there, ELPI, something that most of us have never heard of, thankfully. Employee practices liability insurances. It's protecting the company and executives from employment-related claims ranging from sexual harassment to racial or disability discrimination. When human resources trainings fall short and employee rights are violated, um, EPLI policies limit the financial downside. Pretty crazy. 
that that's the world we live in. It's a $2 billion industry protecting women from men with insurance for the company. It's a $2 billion industry, and it'll grow. Um, I'm not going to say that I'm embarrassed to be a man. I'm not going to go that far. But seriously? Like, uh, that just kills me. It kills me. You wonder, like, we have all this power to solve medical problems and innovations and uh, pharmaceuticals that are fabricating solutions to diseases across our lives. And where we sink to the lowest level is it's the, it's the boogeyman that's in the garbage disposal. It's, it's the clown that's under the bed. It's the man that can't control himself. A little bit of power hungry. A little bit of power high. $2 billion industry. $2 billion industry. Talking about throwing money down a toilet of productivity in the United States. We are there. We are there. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Elsewhere out there, Chipotle is saying that it's seen highest historical prices on avocados. Um, and that hurt their earnings. And that hurt their earnings. And they, they guided lower on top of that. But also, people just aren't coming in their store. Um, Chipotle plans to raise prices in some restaurants to pass on some of the higher food costs and shore up its margins. And again, it comes down to how much are you willing to pay for a beef bean burrito? How much? With guac, $5? Without four? I don't know. There's a number. It's the same thing with housing. There's a number that you're going to hit in your head that you're like, okay, I can't go higher than that. Is it a million-dollar house? Is it a million and a half? At what point do you say, you know what, I'd rather rent in that area for three or four years and not get squeezed on pricing? A home in San Francisco just uh, got sold this week. Before it came on market... Someone put a bid on the home for a million dollars over asking. Just so that it never hit the market. That's how ridiculous people can be. Um, so now you know. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Let's bring in Tony Mendez, uh, Bay Area Loan Source, to talk a little bit more about the mortgages because we've talked about home prices in San Francisco. Ridiculousness. We've talked about um, rents being squeezed on supply and demand issues. There is a story out there today on mortgage rates, and Tony's my mortgage guy, so he's always pretty close to me whenever I'm uh, talking mortgages or thinking about you know picking up a new product. And to me, that's exactly what mortgages are, their product. Um, but mortgage applications fell 4.6% recently um, as interest rates were on their way down, but pretty much so short-lived. We know interest rates are marching slowly higher. Um, all types of mortgages were affected by applications and a slowdown. So um, for a 30-year fixed rate mortgage conforming, which is balanced under $424,000, you're looking at about 4.18% right at this point in time. And again, that's been ticking slowly higher in the last year uh, as the Federal Reserve raises interest rates. Let's bring in Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. Joining me now, Tony Mendez. Bay Area Loan Source.com. So, the uh, report that just came out um, as far as rentals go of the 120 global cities researched by online property service Nested, uh, San Francisco, New York City, and Boston, they blow away Hong Kong, London, Tokyo, Paris, Vancouver, and Toronto, um, which I find kind of interesting. Cause Take off, you hosers. I've got a friend who uh, is Canadian. And I've always loved Canadians. 
They've got wonderful hockey. They've got great ski slopes. They've got okay beer if you need to wash your car. Um, but other than that, the beer's kind of wasted and useless. And they've got women. I love the Canadian women. And the Canadian goose. I don't even know what a Canadian goose is, but I know that I love it. So um, to measure affordability, they went with what a single person would have to pay for 420 square feet. So, um, and to say the least, uh, Toronto's number 27 on the list of Vancouver's 18. I'm a little surprised by that, but San Francisco, $4.95 per square foot for a rental. So that's a 420 square foot apartment would be 2,078 bucks. And there you go. I'll send this to you because it's kind of interesting. It's all on square footage. Um, New York comes in second at $4.75. Boston at $4.30. Washington, D.C., number seven on the list. So what's what's fascinating, and I guess, I guess this makes sense because it is kind of the armpit of California, Los Angeles not on top 20. Wouldn't you think Los Angeles would crack top 20 uh, cities in the world? Uh, there they are. They come in at number 12. I just didn't want to see it. <laughs> That's what it is. I just didn't want to see it. Yeah, rents is uh, it's it's the, the other stat that that you can run and compare that side by side is the amount of income that the percentage of of gross income that people are paying for their rents in San Francisco. The Bay Area just leads the nation in that um, over New York. Okay, and it's one of the reasons why uh, you know you, ha- you have millennials and you can kind of do the math and figure that they're they're actually paying for the convenience of living in the large cities as opposed to focusing on um, not really saving money, but really wanting those amenities and putting it towards that. We, we had a discussion about this last night, um, and it's all about first-time homebuyers and affordability. Uh, you know, the, the millennials are living longer at home with their parents. They are renting longer, and they're waiting to get married long- for a longer period of time, and they're also waiting to have kids. But it'll eventually kick in. Uh, they're eventually going to have a child. They're eventually going to get married and, and want to buy a house. And it is going to be a big wave of buyers over the next several years. Now, we live in California, and I live on the peninsula, and you live in the East Bay. In the East, East Bay. Bay. I'm thinking about what Cartman might sing when you live in the East Bay. In the ghetto. That's right, in the ghetto. Um, what do we work, Betterment, Warby Parker, Rent Runway, Casper, Blue Apron, Compass, Cadre, and Peloton all have in common? They're tech startups based in New York City. And that. New York City! That's right, New York City. One more time. What city has five boroughs? New York City! winner come on down you know you know how you get picked for prices right you stand in a super long line to go in and they walk down the line and they look for the goofiest dumbest people they can find <clears throat> so if you can get a you know bob barker tattoo you're probably gonna make it in but you also have to jump up and down when they're walking through the hallways. You have to act like it's the best day of your life. So that's neither here nor there. Um, so this should scare Silicon Valley a little bit. Because at one point in time, we had all the startups. Um, there's a, a IPO Snap, where they've got the... Uh, not Snap. I think I've had a stroke. 
Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Dodgers won the World Series last night. I was having lunch yesterday, a kale salad. Yum, yum, yum. Um, And I overheard uh, kind of a bartender type person talking to kind of a customer type person. Like, who do you like in the World Series? And like, well, I like Houston. Like, blah, blah, blah. They're giving all their reasons. And like, I hate LA. Uh, you know, LA is south of here. And I hate LA. And I'm like, guys, guys, you live in the state of California, pull for the California team. And they look at me like I'm crazy. And I am. And I go, ooh, scary clown behind you. No, um, pull for the home team. Because, in my opinion, People in L.A. are going to go to the game. They're going to buy jerseys. They're going to buy beer. They're going to buy sodi pop. They're going to buy parking. This is extra bonus games for the owners who are becoming multi-multi-billionaires. It's extra games for the concession people. It's extra games for the players. It's extra game for the county. It's extra game for the hotel workers. It's, it's, it's a win-win-win-win-win-win scenario for the economy as far as economic activity goes. Uh, more revenue coming in, people from Houston coming in. Um, Jed Clampett, who lives in Houston, Texas, is coming in. He's like, hey, I've never seen Beverly Hills. And he's going to use his oil money, and he's going to buy stuff. I want to buy my honey a Hermes scarf. Why do you want to buy a Hermes scarf? It's hot in Texas. You don't need to keep your neck warm. I know. So it's good for our economy. I wanted to go seven games. Um, will I watch any of the games? No. Am I entertained by baseball if, if my team is not playing? No. Uh, but it's good for economic, economic activity in the state. And I know it's tough to say. Like You're like, if you're a real fan, you wouldn't pull for a Southern California team because you live in Northern California. Look, they already suck all our water down into that part of the state. So they're already stealing from us. Um... But see, I'm not a real fan, and that's the thing, is I don't wear jerseys. If you ever find me in a jersey, well, I've worn one jersey in 10 years, and I'm embarrassed to say it. I did it for my home station, KDOW, AM 1220. Um, and I'm embarrassed by that, so it was a disaster. It, 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 it was a jersey foul. Do you know what a jersey foul is? It's when you wear a sports jersey, and they put a name on it that's just in a pro pro. In a pro pro would have said the name Black. My last name's Black. Uh... In a pro pro would have been if it had Negro, my alter character uh, on the show is Roberto Negro, and that would black. not have been good. Black, bleak, black, black. Uh, black. Pro pro black. would have been Whiskey Lover, because uh, I'm about to fall off the wagon. Oh, Fats Domino dead at 89. Fats Domino dead at 89. But the Jersey foul was they put KDUW, the radio station that I'm based out of, on a jersey, which we do do the, the, the San Jose Barracuda, and they are awesome. Um, and it is a great product, um, and it's something I can thumbs up. Thumbs up, my friends. So check them out at sjbarracuda.com. It's sjbarracuda.com. You know what's amazing to me? Get this. And, uh, I can't name one Fats Domino song. Maybe I found my thrill, but I'm not even positive. I don't know. His full name was Antoine Dominique Domino Jr. So I guess if my name was Antoine Dominique, I might buy, go by the name Fats. But then again, I don't know. I'm not 100% positive of that. So I'm, I'm still working through the answers on that one. 
Um, where do I go with this? Where do I go from here now that... Oh, Bill Ackman. Holy mackerel. He went all in on Chipotle. And their stock is hitting a five-year low. He didn't go all in. He, he put a huge bet. So he's lost another $120 million on that company. And it really just makes me go, seriously? Did you really just do that again? Just have a disastrous disaster? And the answer is, yes, he did. So 800-516-1220 to get calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about uh, money investing and or more. So um, other stories of note to me. I think there has to be one or two, all right? Uh, there's not a lot today. Airlines are getting ready for some new U.S. security rules that take effect on international U.S. bound flights. Um, some more interviews going on before you are able to fly into the country. Uh, weekly mortgage applications fell 4.6%, kind of hit that pretty well and with a stick. Uh, taking a look at the markets, we are not at record highs today. Uh, yesterday we were at record highs, today not so much. Uh, but we are in earnings season, and earnings season is looking really good if you're a big financial power company. Um, tech companies, Visa, um, a lot of the companies that we talk about on a regular basis here have been doing quite well. Uh, so hopefully you are enjoying that. It's a prerequisite right now, Caterpillar 3M, that you do a lot of homework and you see who's on the earnings scorecard. Briefing.com has a really nice scorecard on what expectations are and what's actually delivered. The Dow Jones Industrial Average, which has been mistaken for a hot and sexy stock market recently, is leading a charge. So today it's Boeing, Visa, and Coca-Cola, um, all topping expectations um, and providing reassuring guidance. Couple yesterday, kind of a, a crazy day on, on Main Street. A couple Republicans are, you know, uh, Trump is tweeting at one from Tennessee and another from Arizona. One from Arizona is like, I'm not going to run for re-election. It's like, this is not the Republican Party that I want to be, you know, throwing down content for and, you know, arguing the, the pros and cons. Um, and the one from Tennessee, it's like, we have a very interesting dysfunctional political system right now. Um, and that may start to backfire a little bit. Getting nothing done is sometimes getting a lot done on Wall Street. Uh, so we'll continue to pay attention to that. Follow me on Rob Black Show, robblackshow.com. We'll talk investing, politics, and more. Uh, find me at robblackshow.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.